0: following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eat Sleep List, the show that's not about eating, it's not about sleeping, but it's all about making those lists. My name is Matt Johnson, your host, and welcome to another week of your favorite list-making show. We have a returning guest on today, my good friend, uh, Confidant uh one of the best hosts a guy could ever co-host a guy could ever ask for very very grateful for his friendship uh mr andrew lens is returning to the show andrew how are you bud
1: i'm doing good and thank you i'm very thankful for your friendship too and all that you do to help me and (sighs) my uh budding podcast career i would say so
0: not bad for somebody you know people we only uh you know we only met each other twice in person, not too shabby of a yeah. friendship. Yeah, not too uh, bad at all. Not too bad. Uh Andrew is the host of he's part of my one of my other shows. For those who never heard, you know, Andrew before on this show, uh he's one of my co-hosts on the 2 Point Conversation. We host uh, a couple show, shows daily should be days of that. Um he hosts his own show no, Let's Talk But No Politics okay. He's also co-hosting the new monthly podcast uh for the network the, the the network sports talk podcast so uh andrew's quite active he's sharing he's a good dude very grateful to have him and uh i'm like okay andrew like this is the best thing about our relationship i could be like yo i need you for something real quick and uh, if i need a guest if i need a guest spot he's always been that way even before you were podcasting so i was like yo i completely forgot I needed a, I, I need, I need some help this week. I need, I need to get an episode down. So I'm all over the place. I've been working midnight. So I'm, I'm just, my, I'm, my sense of time is just gone. But uh Andrew is uh captain, captain clutch. We'll call him that yeah, captain clutch. I'm the, You're Ryan Fitzpatrick. I I You're the Ryan Fitzpatrick to my Miami Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> if,
1: if this was the NBA, I would be your six man award all the time. I just oh, off the bench. Every
0: single time. Every single time. <laughs> That's funny, uh, Andrew. We we've been looking for some different, you know, because like when I created the show, I didn't want to necessarily do pop culture stuff all the time. Kind of went that way. Uh, it's just kind of the way everything kind of falls. People come in, they want to do pop culture lists, and th- that's okay. That is more than okay. Uh, I told Andrew, I was like, I'm looking for some kind of lifestyle stuff. Uh, it's been a little. It's been a long time. We did some tech earlier, myself and Chris Chavez. Uh, but I really, really need to do a kind of lifestyle one. And he came up with a much better one than I originally pitched. Andrew, why don't you tell him what we're talking about today and why you chose it?
1: Well, excuse me. Well, you came up with homes away from home. Yeah. And I'm like trying to think. And my older age, I don't do too much. <laughs> so that's fair. Me going out doing things. My if I was to do a list of home way from home i'd be like the softball field uh <laughs> doing things like that so right um so i asked you i said hey do places that don't exist and you were like oh my goodness that's an amazing idea let's just do places that don't exist and i'm like i can think of a lot of those because of a lot of places from my childhood that i used to love going to and even into my teen years and i got one on here in my adult years uh just are not, not not around anymore but i got such great memories of them so i went through my memory bank in my head and i figured out 10 and i'm I have to say i'm pretty happy with my list i don't think i'm missing out on anything
0: i probably am <laughs> there yeah I, I i probably am i'm gonna think of something like i said i threw this together this morning i was like look, looking at retailers I forget something every time. My list, I could tell you my my list usually adjusts on the fly. We're doing these episodes, but I'm very happy with what I have in my top 10. I'm not you know, like I'm I'm not going to lie about that. I'm incredibly stoked about what uh what I got for my top 10. So, I'm really excited to get into this. I love the nostalgia factor. Uh some of these are going to be localized for myself too, so uh listeners keep that in mind. Uh and if you're making a list going along with it, this you know so you might not understand. We'll we'll try and paint a picture for you. But all right, let uh let us do our thing. Let's turn our, on our copyright free, royalty free music radio. There it is. Let's get this pseudo road trip underway. Andrew Lenz, your number ten uh, favorite closed down business.
1: Okay, this is it's the grapevine was on Royal Avenue in Niagara Falls. Okay. This was my first cheers like bar that I ever visited. Okay. You go in there. It wasn't the bar that you stayed at all night. But you know, you, you you got you got a couple of drinks, you met up with people, you conversate, you knew the you knew the owner, and then when the owner passed away, R.I.P. George, uh we knew the son. The son was a really great guy, Say so you couldn't make it home that night, he would drive you home. It was really awesome. So it was one of those places where everybody knew who you were, kind of like a club, uh, but not really. You could bring new people in, not that big of a deal, but you knew that there wasn't going to be any fighting or any craziness. You just listen to great music on the jukebox, you play some pool, you drink $2 beers and, you know, the bartender knew you. And if you were a constant regular, you were drinking $2 mixed drinks. And it was just a great time every Friday, Saturday night. Uh, Sometimes on the weekdays, you know, you go there, if you just want to sit down, you know, a couple of my friends and I, and just have a beer and play a game of pool. And you just knew that there wasn't going to be any BS.
0: That's important when going when there's finding a bar fun. spot. That's important. Like people, my, I'm almost 30 years old, right? Uh, if you live in like the Western York area, Friday Saturday nights, oh, let's go hang out at Chippewa or Allentown Town or stuff like that. There's gotta be trouble. I try to stay away from places like that. Give me a nice low key bar that's just with good people. Uh, not a. It's like there's drinking and eating and stuff, but it's not like part like a loud partying type atmosphere. I'm all for that. So I respect it. Uh, you said it was on Royal Ave? Royal Avenue. Royal Avenue. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I remember. I might... I might. Have, I probably driven um, past it before. I probably driven past it before. When did it close down? Do you remember? It's been years. It's probably had to be at least...
1: The most 20 years. No, not 20. About 15
0: or so. Okay. So it's been a been a little while it's been a little while
1: wait a minute let me see yeah, i would say 15 15? 15 maybe the last
0: okay so yeah i probably definitely driven past it before very good excellent way to kick this one off uh my number 10 is a business that actually just very recently closed down in niagara falls um very recently it's a uh it's a comic book shop Called House of Fantasy, it, it, you know people have mixed feelings about the place. But uh, comic book shops are like, there's such a very unique store. It's one of the most unique stores. There's gonna be a lot. There's gonna be some things on my list that have just been absorbed by your your targets and WalMarts. I love good comic book shops, and this place was, uh, it was certainly one of the one of the best ones. You know, the guy was uh, was pretty friendly. You walked in. It smelled, it just smelled like the 80s and 90s, even like up until it closed. It just smelled like, like oldness, but um good feeling, good atmosphere. You walk in comic books, posters, statues, toys, board games, all across, you know, everywhere. It, it was one of my favorite places to, uh to kind of go and do some comic book picking up. We, you'd always do special orders for me. Uh mm-hmm. it's, it's always sad for me in this day and age, especially because I know COVID had a part you know, a part of it. I hate seeing small businesses close and suffer. But, uh, you know, to, to watch that one, who I, I my dad used to bring me to all the time as a kid. You know, I, all the time. We go in there. I got my first comic books there. Very first ones I ever read were, uh, were from House of Fantasy, and I was very, very proud of that. And uh, to see it kind of all boarded up now, it's, uh, it's, it's very depressing. It's not in the best area of town by any means, but uh, I just know how much that place meant to... You know, a lot of people around here. I know how much it meant to the owner. It's It makes me sad. It, it, it does. And I, I do miss that. Like I said, I, I like unique shops that aren't like your big chain stores. I hate big chain stores. I hate pulling up to Walmart. I hate pulling up to Target. I hate pulling up to a lot of these, you know, uh, Best Buy and, and all these other big places. I love those little localized kind of businesses as far as that goes. And House of Fantasy, I definitely... Uh, definitely missed that definitely missed that now if there's a couple around in north tanawanda but uh it's just not the uh not the same same. no it's like that that was my comic book spot so so uh yeah so that's my number 10 i am not going to
1: elaborate too much on that because i have that on my list as well at some point so you do okay (laughs) all right well very good very good okay uh number nine the Super Flea. I don't know if you remember yeah, the Super Flea. I
2: do. Yes, right
1: where Gold Circle used to be. I remember Gold Circle, but it's very vague memories. I just remember Gold Circle for Transformers and G.I. Joes. But I remember the Super Flea. Remember the Super Flea? Uh, I, went, I went there every single weekend with my dad. Cost you $5, $10, And you walked around the Super Flea like you were a millionaire. Yeah and you would go through all the different stores and you talk to everybody. There was a sports card guy. I don't even know what the name of his sports card shop was. He ended up moving over to Pine Avenue in Niagara Falls. We just called him, we just called it Norms because that was his name, Norm. And I thought it was amazing because his son, his grandson went to school with Dan Marino. So Norm was like the man in my list just because, <laughs> That's just because cool. you know, his grandson and Dan Marino's son went to school together. But the super fleet had it all whether you wanted little knick-knacky stuff you wanted cool toys there was a booth that sold nes games that's where we picked up the punisher not one of the greatest games but it's a memory and you just go through and you buy packs of cards you buy little toys you see what you can find and my favorite memory is i don't know if somebody did it on purpose but my friend reed and i were there and we did one of those things you do as a kid, you know, if we're going to pull our money together. And then all of a sudden we spent it all really, really quick. on just absolute <laughs> nonsense We're kids, right? And we're looking and we're looking down at the ground and it looks like somebody waxed over a $10 bill. I don't know if it was a real $10 bill now that I'm thinking about it, but when you're like a kid, like when you're eight, you see $10, you're like, I'm going to start, you know, picking this, trying to get it. So I remember sitting there on the ground with them, like, sticking at this stuff trying to get this $10 bill out did we get it no but it was just fun it was indoors it wasn't outside so winter summer whenever it was you could just walk around and check out a bunch of different booths and see what people had to sell and just buy pretty much everything food it was just one of the most amazing places
0: that's a great one that it completely escaped me. I only went there a couple times. Uh, our families love venturing to flea markets. Every Memorial Day weekend, we go to the Wilson one. Uh, that was a big deal to us. There was one out in Wilson, kind of Wilson. But uh, that one was massive. Huge, it was like a huge parking lot full of like, thing I bought Spider-Man 3 a Bootleg for $5 uh, after that came out. I was so excited. Yeah. I was so elated. People were selling all sorts of stuff. My brother bought a big Pikachu like stuffed animal, like way, way, way past this when this thing came out. Excuse me. Uh, that was a really cool video game store. It had a video game shop. It had everything. Literally, you could find anything there. You show up, you know, you'd always spend more than you, you know you intended to spend. It's it's, <laughs> it's it was just one of those places. So, it was a fun place. It was very good. Very good. All right, my number nine. This is one of those, uh, this is probably one of my bigger ones. And this one is, I haven't seen it. Uh, Well, it doesn't exist really anymore, but I remember it very much as a kid. Uh, Back in the day, well, we have a mall around here called the Galleria Mall. the Walden Galleria Mall. It's in Chituaga, New York, about half an hour, 40 minutes away from Niagara Falls. And uh, back in the day, they had a store called the Warner Bros. Studio Store. And, uh, all throughout the mall, like the mall was on like right in this area around, like around the vicinity, uh, they had Looney Tunes, like statues and stuff propped up. And to me, it was the most amazing thing because I'm a very impressionable five, six, seven year old kid at this time. Looney Tunes are everything, right? You go inside this store, you look at all the merchandise, there's Looney Tunes, this Looney Tunes, that Warner Brothers, DC, that connections, you know, been there for how long, uh, that was one of the very first stores that, you know, I, aside from like local comic book shops, but that was one of the first stores where I noticed comic book characters, you know, featured prominently. Uh, yeah, they used, to have a, they used to have a water fountain there. And I, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember correctly, there was like a Bugs Bunny statue with it. But um, I, I I think the idea of, uh, you know, entertainment property themed stores, I think it's the coolest thing. Yeah. Uh, It was almost like a destination. Like, that's something I wish I got to experience as an adult, you know, to kind of walk and see it. Because I don't, I mean, I don't have, there's no, like, I was so young. There's nothing like that really jumps out at me from like uh, that. But I do remember the aura of it, like walking around and just, like I said, seeing those things, uh, those statues out there. I would love to know where the heck those statues went, first and foremost. Uh, That was cool. But the storefront was always like, the the storefront was always like warm and inviting as a kid. uh, It just appeals to you. And uh, I did, I had no idea. Oh, let's see. Um, yeah, it was so well. Basically, it was similar to the uh, to the Disney store, which I wanted to list the old Disney, the old style Disney stores. They not they don't make them like they used to. Well, they don't. Um, oh, they're not even close. I I wanted to list them, but obviously the Disney store is still a thing. But I used to love the Disney, the old Disney stores and walking in. You got the you got the TV screen with all that stuff, the stuffed animals around it. Oh, it was like dark and purple and mysterious. Oh, it was so cool. It was just a, just a fun environment. But um, that's neither here nor there. The Warner Brothers store, that was really cool. That defined my childhood. I watched WB as a kid all the time. And to see a store that it had, you know, took ownership of that sort of thing, sold merchandise, T-shirts, all that stuff. It was really, really something special. And that sort of stuff is is what bothers me about like modern malls these days. Is that a lot of? There's not a lot of places like that. Malls are all clothing shop, clothes shopping now. I hate clothes shopping. I do, I get it. I'm I'm one of millions and millions of people, uh, billions of people in this world. A lot of the people like clothes shopping, but my memories of malls, my good memories of malls, is is stores like that. And uh, so yeah, Warner Brothers Studio Store. That is my number nine. I, I went
1: into a lot of those that was just like you said a fun store to go into and look at stuff yeah sometimes it was like oh, i don't think i'm gonna buy this stuff but it was a lot of fun just to go in there and look 100 and see, and see what see what they had
0: yeah no it uh it, i mean it was like that my parents definitely weren't buying it. i might have gotten stuff from there i might have got like a space jam something or other from there uh when that movie came out but uh but i was i definitely did not have my own money let's just say that let's just say that
1: my number eight is the ground round
0: oh my aunt used to
1: work there this was a pretty cool restaurant if you were a kid uh did we go there a lot no but you know every once in a while wasn't the richest kid growing up but she did go there uh sometimes my mom's friend would pay because the great thing about the ground round was and i didn't realize it you pay your kids weight for the meal so they were that's how much you would pay for the kid
0: that's a fun memory that's why we went there so often
1: (laughs) there you go probably
0: it's (laughs) uh it's where uh family video is now right yes okay that's what I. That's what I. That's yep. what I figured. Yeah, they used to have a nice sign, but yeah, my aunt was a was a waitress there for for the longest time. I remember we went there a few times and used to go visit her and eat cheap meal. Obviously, my parents used to love taking us there. Um, popcorn. Yeah.
1: Popcorn at the table.
0: That helped shut us what up. Kid, that helped shut us up. What kid wants bread? What kid wants bread?
1: You want bread, or do you want popcorn?
0: I mean, obviously, my adult age, I'm a lot more sophisticated and want bread, but. Back then, yeah, popcorn all day, all day.
1: Thank you. That's why we take our, uh, well, we can't not anymore because it's more of a New York thing, but Tully's, they have popcorn. And that's where we're like, oh, we're going to take the kids there. Yep. Tully's had popcorn. The other thing the ground around had was a big screen. It probably wasn't that big, but when you're like five, six, seven, eight around there, you know, anything's pretty huge, bigger than your 13-inch screen TV at home or so. And they had the big TV and it was a projector. And you're like, am I at the movies? What is this? (laughs) It's a projector screen with, you know, with popcorn. This is amazing. And people just bring me popcorn. And that was the experience. I can never tell you what kind of meal I had as a kid at Ground Round, but I can tell you that I ate popcorn and I watched cartoons and whatever shows were on that screen. And I was absolutely happy with it. It was just amazing that i could go to a restaurant and eat popcorn because popcorn was a movie theater thing you can't just eat popcorn in a restaurant that's crazy yeah down down you could
0: that's a good point that is a good point yeah i miss i do miss that place that was a fun little oh man yeah that was that's a good memory i completely i mean i wouldn't have been on my top 10 but that's a that's a restaurant that i completely forgot about so i'm glad you brought it up very good for number eight very good my number eight is a it's an it's another place that recently closed down, but I haven't been there in a long. I haven't been there in a long time. All right. It is the uh, it is the it's a local theme park, It's a local theme park here in Western New York, which to me was mind boggling. somebody who would like it was the coolest thing is somebody who went down to Disney World as often as I did to have a theme park as close, like 10, 15 minutes away from our place. Fan, martin's fantasy island is uh is my number eight we bought that was the first place i ever me and my family ever bought season passes for that was really neat uh to go and you know to kind of go there they had the you know some vintage rides he had the wild west shootout show um i just have a lot of good memories just just being there and just going for the day and then, the, like, as a young kid, they used to have the water park. Well, they had the the swimming pool or the wave pool, but they eventually added some stuff and things. Um, so, like, I remember, yeah, when they really expanded the water park, like, that's when we got our season passes. That was awesome. They had a can- the Cannon Bowl Pro Slide. And, oh, man, just so... So, so much stuff. And just very fun. Uh, just just a cool environment. Just a cool environment to kind of be. Uh, we went there as often as we, as we possibly could. Before we got season passes, we went at least once a year. But that one year, like my parents, that was like, I think it was in like 7th or 8th grade. My parents were like, all right, we, we kind of trust you. You can go, go with your friends and just go, right? Like we don't need to supervise you. Just go and do your thing. That and, awesome. and that was a cool thing. Right. Uh, but to me, like, you know, I drive to Grand Island all the time. You know, I'm used to, uh, you know, I have aunt and uncle that live there. I, I've driven through it. It's, it's just a quicker wait instead of going around. And you see it. And uh, But, yeah, it is closed down. They do plan on reopening. And I don't know if it's going to be the same thing. Uh, they were, there were plans to reopen it this year. But kind of what sparked this memory, uh, I just found a video last week. Uh, somebody back in november they uh they they got inside the park and explored it and it's you know and all of its abandoned glory and there's still like shirts merchandise and stuff it was like one of those urban explorer abandoned videos and you know he, he went through he was finding like the old cast hangout spots all these different little just fun areas It was a really cool put together video but Um, To have a theme park 15 minutes away from your house, I mean, it wasn't the biggest one. It was no Darien Lake. It was definitely no no Disney World. But the fact that it was there, it was something to do, which, you know, that's a lot of issues in in, in Western New York is that there's not a whole lot of stuff to do for kids and things. That was a big deal to me. And, uh, you know, I I hope it does reopen. I hope it comes back strong. When I have kids someday, that's that's a memory I'd like to share with them. Uh, you know, as well. It it most certainly is. So my number eight is Martin's Fantasy Island. How did that not make my list? I completely (laughs) forgot about that. (laughs) See, that's why we do this thing. That's why we do it. We mix it Uh, up. We we always throw each other off.
1: My grandmother worked for Powertrain in North Tonawanda. Okay. So she was a member of UAW. She never went with us, but every year the company, the, the union picnic would be there. So she would just buy tickets, buy three tickets, give them to my mother. My mother was not part of the union, and she'd be like, Here, I bought you three tickets, just go. She's like, Mom, I'm not part of the union. And she's like, Don't worry about it, just go. And I thought it was a as a kid, I thought it was an everyday normal, you know, just every summer thing that you just went to Fantasy Island because my grandmother got us these tickets. So it was always like free you get you get into the park. You get the company the you our union picnic. So you got like, I always got a cop or frisbee and then you get like cheeseburgers and hot dogs and free drinks and everything else. So that was like a constant, like every single year thing for me until my grandmother retired and then I'm like, I'm like, Hey, we're doing fantasy island. They're like, no, that's done, dude. We are done with fantasy island. But every (laughs) single year that I can remember growing up, I can't remember. Not exactly 100 percent when she retired, but like I would have to say for almost 10 years, it was like just Fantasy Island, Fantasy Island, and you just go there. And I I got a good, I got another one, but I wonder if it's on your list. So I'll save it till when we're done with this list.
2: Okay.
1: But Fantasy Island. They had this thing called the Kitty Car Wash, and then the bumper. The little, it little bumper was, cars. They were so simple. Yes, the water ones too were just absolutely amazing. everything about fantasy. The water I mean, rides are really, great. It was
0: like, yeah, it yeah. was larger than life when you're you're a kid. I went there like is is a, a, a little bit later. I'm like, oh, this seems a lot smaller than it than it used to. But when you're a kid, it's the biggest thing. Did uh, they
1: have the shooting gallery when you
0: were when you were going? Oh, that little Wild West shootout show, or, or was there actually no, a shootout? There was, oh, the, there's a gun thing.
1: It I, was a shop. Yeah. It's a shop now, but it used to be a shooting gallery. And you put in like 50 cents or something, and you got a gun and you would shoot. It was like a light gun. I think it was like a light gun. And you shoot the targets. And if you shot like this rabbit's butt, the head would pop up out of like yeah, a hole or something. Yeah. I
0: never did it, but my dad, I, I remember my dad playing it back when he, back in the 90s when he, when he had his ponytail and. And all that good—it's so '90s. But uh, yeah, back I do—I do recall that. I do recall that being a thing. Okay. Um, we used to go there for our wow. baseball wow. picnics. We used to go there for our uh, Cuba baseball. They used to have their their season picnics there. You sit there for the awards, and you get your trophies there. That was where they had their banquet. It was uh, oh, it was so nice, so so nice. See, Whirlpool did the Como. I played for Whirlpool every okay. year. Was at the Como. Yeah. I got oh, for it. I was spoiled. Got, well, yeah, we got spoiled. Yeah. But, myself, kid. yeah. <laughs> the privilege. Yeah. All right. Uh number seven.
1: Oh, number seven. House of Fantasies. Uh, oh, this okay. Is another, this is another place, like I said. Uh like you said, my father would go there every Saturday, pick up his order of comics, because he's a big time comic book collector. And one of the great things about House and Fantasies is inflation might have went up. I don't know, but he had quarter comics. You get a dollar. My dad would be like, here's a dollar. You get, four, you get four comics. Four comics of just random things. You go through a Batman phase and I would just pick out Batman if he was on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, it's Batman. We're going to do it. And he had, you mentioned posters. He had the most amazing posters ever. And if anybody can tell me that somebody else has better had better posters, they are liars. Because it seemed like his posters were absolutely amazing. Uh, I remember when he dressed up as Batman for Halloween, Niagara <laughs> Falls Halloween Parade, and I was Batman also. So that was kind of cool.
0: That's awesome. And it was just
1: it was just an awesome place. And like you said, it was was it the nice this place? No, but was it like
2: it's. It's not like it, was like and- it was like gritty.
0: It was like I guess gr- it wasn't clean. If no. that if that makes sense, like d- I go to David Adams. David Adams is a big comic book place around here, and it's so clean. And I just like, uh, like I like my my retro, like uh, not retro, but I like my my shops like that. A little bit gritty, dirty, gritty. Yeah, you know that sort of thing. That's what that's what I enjoy. That's 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 the kind of thing that I enjoy. So, and he uh, had a Mr.
1: Do machine in there too. He had a Mr. Do arcade machine. Did he growing up? Oh, yeah. yeah. When I I was a kid, right next to the quarter comics was Mr. Was quarter comics and Mr. Do. So, if my dad gave me change, you get a couple of comics and you play a game of Mr. Do, and that was like, what more can you ask for as a kid? And then you get to see all the cool stuff. And my dad actually got the pilot episode for the original X Men cartoon that never aired or one
0: episode aired. Okay. There's oh, the episode. Kitty Pride one?
1: Yes. So we so that's where he got it from and we like ran the tape on that pretty hardcore because <laughs> it was the, the only X Men cartoon that we had. So but House of Fantasies is definitely number seven. Great memories. Uh like you said the fact that he would hold comics is absolutely amazing. He did. My dad was in there constantly. So when death of Superman hit, my dad would like had like four or no, he had three, one for me or no, he had four. One for me, one for my brother, one for him to leave sealed and one to to open up. And normally it was only like one per customer, but because my dad was like in there constantly, uh, Paul was like, Hey, we're gonna uh, i can hold forward for you so that's where that was an awesome thing he took care of you if you were a good loyal customer yeah
0: he he most certainly did me and him had conversations all the time like we were best friends and we we certainly weren't so excellent excellent i'm glad we have uh that one obviously we have two very different eras of of memories with it but uh regardless very very important for a lot of people here in niagara falls and, and maybe beyond that all right my number seven uh, it's another. Lo- it's a local establishment. Uh, it's kind of be. It's kind of a common thing in my bottom five. I, I have to admit. Um, this was a. This was we called it the cheap show. All right, we're talking four season cinema. Uh, it was located on Military Road. It was tucked away, which is the weirdest thing. Uh, it was tucked away, but I think every area has like a cheap show. But there was something special about four seasons for it It was just our local staple and it finally closed down two years ago but um yeah you know you you go and a big movie would come out you didn't want to go see it right away or shoot you were looking for something really cheap uh to do on a friday night you go there and you go watch a movie it's like a really affordable date i remember back when i was a kid and tickets were two dollars and fifty cents when regal was up to uh about eight dollars a ticket which is crazy you go there the food the food was cheap it was good they really expanded their food towards the uh towards the end uh their pretzel bites were a lot better than regal cinema's uh towards the end i gotta admit that but the thing that i loved so much about regal cinema is that it never changed its interior no it didn't I, it didn't and that but that's what i loved i went that you know what i mean i went there in the early 90s i remember you know going to see movies with that there the seats all the same the pictures all the same the paint all the same, uh, arcade machines—they like it felt like a time capsule from the '80s or '90s. The lights, the way that the lights were—it felt so vintage, and it had a very special appeal. And it's really shameful that um, that that's what they, you know, that, that its fate was. It wouldn't have lasted with all this COVID stuff going on, you know what I mean? It would it, it would have shut down um, in that regard. But uh, what? You know, Regal started doing five dollar Tuesdays, and that killed them. You get five dollar Tuesdays for newer movies, and, and everybody would go there. But I mean, that's that's business, unfortunately. But I have a lot of memories going to see movies with my dad. He used to take my little brother. Hey, you want to go? We see, went seen Wreck It Ralph there. Uh, I seen was it the second Hobbit there with with my with my now wife. Like I've seen a lot of movies there, very fun and appealing. Uh, place but it was it had like an atmosphere that's very hard to describe again it's the clean versus grittiness type thing real cinemas are oh, clean everything's brand new looks really nice yeah that's great but there's like this gritty old school feel that four seasons had that you know and the building's just sitting there it's vacant unfortunately but um yeah just to, just see an atmosphere that won't be matched it's it's really hard to match i've been to other cheap theaters you know before traveling this and that not the same not the same at all okay i missed this one oh my <laughs> goodness
1: there's that um, there was that, that before the regal actually there was like three
0: movie theaters there was the g was the g, g gcc or something like that by summit
1: yeah we just called it summit Six. it was general cinema summit six and i can't believe that's not on my list either because the four seasons and the summit six were just the place where as i got older you know how you mentioned fantasy island yeah like, i'm gonna be like really putting a date on myself here my mom or even if my like my grandmother watching us in the summertime gave us money uh make sure you save a quarter so you can call for a ride, and those are those are great memories because you got to do it by yourself. You got money for popcorn and all the great movies. Like I see movies at the Regal, but then you're getting charged an arm and a leg, or or and I don't feel the same nostalgia. Like I don't feel like when I went to go see Jurassic Park at Summit Six or Four Seasons, seeing Ace Ventura, Judge Dredd necessary roughness um yeah tons of movie.
0: i see pokemon the the, the first pokemon movie in like toy story toy story 2 those are some of the last movies i've seen of those but and they have a special place in my heart because of that's how unique those places were regal is just another movie place essentially
1: yeah it it just it, it feels like a chain it just feels like a chain you get in you get out that's it yeah where these places felt a little bit different um what was I gonna say? Four seasons used to do field trips. Like I would go on field trips with my kids and go see a movie there. Yeah. You know they would. I was the one where they're like, "Hey, do you want to? We're looking for you know, chaperones or whatever guardians or people for to do this." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go see
0: a movie. Heck yeah!" <laughs> and It was awesome. I do remember I felt, that. We I think we think we did that once or twice for uh, GJ Man at one of those. That, that was a that's the elementary school myself and andrew went to a few quite a few years before me but um yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that was i do i do recall that a lot that was uh that was some good memories
1: considering my quarter comment i'm pretty sure that does say <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that <laughs> is true and i didn't have to do yeah. much that was all That's all on you that's funny um quarter cool comment well those are great the regal like you said the regal
1: isn't I have no feelings towards the Regal. The Regal I'm not saying I want it to, but it's one of those places where if it goes vacant, I'm not gonna be like, oh man. I wasn't even living in Niagara Falls and the four seasons went out of business and I felt like somebody stabbed me in the heart yeah. because those were that was the last of my childhood movie theaters. And that's
0: Seriously? yeah, I mean that, that one stayed the long I, I mean, I'm not sure when it opened up, probably the seventies or eighties. Like it's very vintage yeah. it was very vintage feeling, but but you're right. Like Regal came around in what late nineties, early two thousands, I think they built it up. Yeah. We had the yeah, the summit six four seasons, that's where you went. And there's a couple other there's a couple other, so the summit one was the one that had all the newer movies. Yes. I, I still not... have it I still have a ticket stub from uh going to see Power Rangers in nineteen ninety five in that place. It's so yeah. cool. Very proud of now,
1: that. I'm going to really put a date on myself. Do you remember when the summer? Oh, no, you probably don't. So that's the a 4 tide time.
0: Yep. Used to have movie theater. In that's that. where uh, the, the Crow's Nest that, took that over. The Crow's no. Nest. No? That Crow's Nest took over for
1: Macquarie's. Okay. And Macquarie's is cool because it was like one of the last kind of before it went away. Like when you go to like Kmart, or you just kind of see it at Walmart, but there's a chain. McCory's also had like a diner right next to it. Okay. Yeah, that was the cool thing, and that was. Oh like no, they put a awesome.
0: no. They put they put a big painting over it. That's what it was, right? They put a huge painting over where the Old Movie Theater was.
1: No, oh, it was by KBE. There was, oh, was a pet it? store in there. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: I like. I think it was where. Might be where Victoria's Secret was.
0: Oh. Yeah, I forgot. That was a thing in the Summit Mall. That's weird to think about with how like low-key that one was. But <laughs> interesting, interesting. All right, number six. Uh, number six, media play. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: I don't know how else you could say it. You're cool, Best Buy, but you will never be media play. <laughs> you, <laughs> Media play is that you're just not as cool as media play yeah media play was absolutely amazing i might have gotten better grades in school if it wasn't media play because it was so easy to skip and go to school and, and go to media play i also probably would have never became a pokemon fan if it wasn't for me skipping school and go to media play um so there's a lot of different things in there and media play was awesome what did you want books yeah we got it did you want cds yep did you want movies? Yeah. Did you want magazines, uh, T-shirts, video games, everything the imaginable? I remember when you could, they were giving out free popcorn. So you could sit there and watch it on a big screen. I remember that. And you could see the movie and then eat some popcorn. They were giving out coffee at one point in the book section. Oh, just yeah. everything. Uh, Not- just putting on the headphones, something that is so foreign as 2020. 20 hits to put on headphones that somebody else just put on. Yeah. And you're like, hey, I want to listen to this CD. And you just press the button, like it's a jukebox and it just play and see what the top, you know, go back, you go all the way back into the CD section and see what the top, the top 10 selling CDs were. It was just the greatest place in the world. No matter what you wanted to do, if you just wanted to hang out, if you needed a CD, something music-wise or anything. Uh, gifts, Media Play had it all. Nothing will ever beat Media Play. Media Play has tons of my money when I first got a job, and oh man, it was even a fake sponsor on my on my uh, on my podcast <laughs> just because. It, I I can't think of a person that lives in our area that or lives in the Western New York area that has anything bad to say about Media Play.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to say too much because it does make an appearance on my list. I could not could okay. not ignore that one. I have a lot of special memories, but very, very much deserved. Uh, yeah, I feel bad for people who didn't get to experience media play back in the day. Coolest thing. My number six. Uh, this one was actually a big brand of, uh, of arcade chains across uh, many, many places. I'm talking, uh, I, I experienced it at the Summer Park Mall that we constantly reference, which was something that I w- I could have just easily just put in the Summer Park Mall because it was such a wonderful place. But um, there are a lot of aspects, uh, there was too many aspects where I didn't want to just like just have such a big, uh, like a big choice in a way. Uh, I want to open up, but Aladdin's Castle was, uh, was one of the greatest arcades that I have ever been in. They've been in some pretty cool ones, don't get me wrong, but uh, you walk in, it's dark the lights are low. All you can hear are the sounds of arcades, you know, arcade, the arcades in attract mode. There's people plash, pushing buttons. There's people playing air hockey. There's people shooting basketballs, uh, all sorts of really, really good stuff. I never had money. Uh, when I went there, my dad took me a couple times. We played, and, uh, this and that, but, um, the arcade is one of those aspects of 80s and 90s pop culture just I guess just culture in general that I really really do miss you know uh, let's get together and go play some arcade games with scoring and and all this stuff a uh, lot of good feelings it went away in the mid to early 2000s they replaced it with a place called like Phoenix Arcade where none of the arcade machines ever worked it was just too bright but uh, Aladdin's Castle, I like the dark atmosphere. It was, it was, um, it was an arcade in the classic sense. Now I get it. Places like Dave and Buster's and and all that there are arcade places too. But that's not an its not the same. It's an arcade in the classic sense. Correct. In the classical sense, it, it's not an arcade to me. To me, arcade, good arcade games are: hey, you pop in some quarters and you go play Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter or operation wolf or what, you know, any of those vintage, vintage games, Dave and busters is all about how, you know, scoring in tickets. And you know, that it's not just an expert. It's not just an experience anymore. Now it's about how much money can they get out of you? And of course, old arcades, that was the business model, but you know, they're not going to entice you with something like, Hey, you have to have 10,000 tickets to get something cool. Um, this is just hey, let's go and play these vintage. You know, let's go play Donkey Kong. Let's let's go do this. Let's go do that. Let's go challenge each other. Let's go hang out at the arcade. They had bubble hockey. Like, no, I I can't find bubble hockey anywhere anymore. That meant a oh lot. My, to me. Yeah.
1: You want to play bubble hockey? You need an orthodontist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, our good friend Brian, he actually makes bubble hockey machines. Oh, does he? Is he, that what he... he? works for ice, uh, ice or whatever ice. And they, uh-huh. they, they make the bubble hockey machines. They're very expensive, but oh my God, I would kill to have one up here. Absolutely, my, absolutely kill.
1: That was that was heartbreaking. It wasn't leaving friends and family when I left Niagara Falls. One of the heartbreaking things was that uh, my kids had to leave their orthodontist. And I never thought it would be like a cool adventure to go to the, the orthodontist, but I'm going to give a shout out to Dr. What's his name? Manty. Uh, Go check him out if you're in the Niagara Falls area. He's located in Town of Niagara. This guy, he has the best setup for parents. He knows how to bring in. He had bubble hockey, you know, PlayStation, Xbox, um, coffee, free water, cookies, everything that you could imagine. Damn, I went to the wrong
0: place. I went to the wrong place.
1: Yeah. I, I am not a rich man. I don't think I'll ever go to a resort in my life. So I have to say that orthodontist office <laughs> is the closest I'll ever be to a resort. <clears throat> but yeah, we played bubble hockey there.
0: That made me uh, want to get my teeth cleaned.
1: For sure. Uh, one of my my uh, last trips there, I destroyed my son, Jacoby, in bubble hockey, because he decided to run his mouth. And <laughs> I'm <sorry. laughs> My kids learn life lessons. My kids learn life lessons the hard way. But I
0: I respect it.
1: I'm not going to go too far because I also have (laughs) that, but it's also in combination with another one. But okay. And I'll get into more into that later on.
0: Sounds good. All right, my friend, we're in the top five now. What is your number five favorite closed down business?
1: I get just a good video store. You know, going to the video store, you have family video. It's not
0: the same. I, have the I need same some thing. Blockbuster. I have the same thing at number five. I swear to God.
1: Oh, my goodness. So let's, can we just talk about this?
0: Yeah.
1: Either it was Video Factory, Blockbuster.
0: I got Blockbuster, Blockbuster specifically.
1: Well, Blockbuster is number one.
0: Yeah. It's always going to sure. be number one
1: because it shut them all out. So we're just going to talk about Blockbuster. Netflix is cool. Netflix is awesome it's right there it's in your face but will you ever get the thrill of accomplishment of making sure that you ran into blockbuster and got the last copy of a new release oh yeah what feeling is that man what you feeling
0: s- it was a good feeling it used to break your heart if you went there and there wasn't any left too you had the no no oh cassettes behind it oh my god blockbuster was a magical place a magical place I uh I spent a lot of time there. That was our thing as a family unit, is Saturday night movie nights. We didn't care didn't matter what we were doing, uh, what we had going on. We got together at least once a week on Saturdays and we watched movies together. That was our thing. We'd rent two, two or three and uh it was it was really cool. Like it wasn't a huge building. It wasn't a huge building, but they had a lot of stuff. Like they had a lot of various stock the thing that i like so much is that they allowed renting video games which we all know buying video games is very very expensive uh you don't have that option anymore to play demos aren't a very common thing you go to blockbuster you pay you you like oh i got some friends coming over for the weekend let's all just rent a couple games and uh and you do that my cousin one time my cousin came over for a weekend and we rented uh it was a terrible game but the uh the, the fantastic four Game, oh, like we rented okay. that, uh, the 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 movie game. We rented that, we played it, and we just that Ninja Turtles. We did that one before. Like that was stuff that meant the like meant like I love that aspect of it so much. Um, I love that you could play yeah. games in there too. That yeah. that was cool. Pokemon Snap. I never had an N64 as a kid. I loved Pokemon. When I got to go in there and play Pokemon Snap and get my pictures printed out, that was an experience for me. Miss it. You are right, though. net Like all these video, these streaming services and stuff, they'll never match up. Even though Blockbuster is the reason why Netflix came to be. Uh, there's a we did an episode of this on retro pop, but uh, oh god, love love me some Blockbuster. Love a lot of a lot of hours spent there.
1: Do you remember when you could rent consoles? That always blew my mind as a kid, and yeah. you could see them hanging there, and they were in these black cases, like from a movie, and you're like, oh man. Look at that that's i'm once again I'm dating myself i'm like oh my goodness is that a sega cd in there is that yeah. you know is that this but blockbuster was amazing calling blockbuster you know hey do you have this oh yeah we got it or calling multiple i remember one time in Niagara falls there was three blockbusters yeah and you, you could call multiple ones and be like hey you know let's go we gotta go to this one okay we'll call that one you know, you actually had to look it up in a phone book. <laughs> 411. Oh, my goodness. Those were the days. <laughs> but Blockbuster was amazing. I remember getting a Blockbuster card. My, my dad,
0: dad would- still has his in the basement of the house. Oh,
1: there's nothing better. I don't think there will be ever a great feeling of triumph. Than no. Getting that last. It's not going. Yes, I got
0: it. <laughs> Not, not in the slightest, man. Yeah, what a special place. I love the blue and yellow. It, uh, it's, def- it's definitive of the nineties for me. I used to, nice to work at Target too. And if, if work was slow, I just go over there and hang out. I'd play some video games while I was there. That that was towards the very end when it was starting to close down. But I think there's one more in existence, like somewhere, um, one more, right, Oregon or Alaska or something like that. One of those, yeah, one of those places out west, but uh. Very good, yeah, that's all I got to say. You're number four.
1: Toys R Us. Come on. Toys R Us was the best. Uh, Probably my favorite job I ever worked at because I was allowed to carry a toy lightsaber on my belt. Give me another job where you can walk around with a toy lightsaber on your belt and not one person's going to say a word to you. Or even as a kid, because it was always like, how does this stuff come in? And then when you work there and you open up this fresh case of like star wars figures or whatever you got and you're like wow this is how they came but toys R Us, you had you could play the games i remember sitting there playing golden eye for hours twisted metal um yep. And it was one of those stores too where even if you just got to go there and look at stuff it was still an experience i go to walmart i go to target now And those toy aisles are, yeah, they're toy aisles, but there's not anything like Toys R Us. Toys R Us had it all. And the greatest memory of all, it's another cool feeling is go over to the video game area, you pull out your little ticket, you go up and you pay for it. And then all of a sudden they go, go over to the video games, go over to the booth, and you gotta show the guy the receipt And then your little ticket saying that you bought the game. And then he goes into the back and he comes out with that brand new, fresh game. You don't get that feeling anymore. Like, like some, like your VIP, like bottle service, but it's video game service. Now you got to, like, oh, I just want that one out of the case. Here you go. Go pay for it. It's not pay for it. And then you get it like fresh. Right. No stickers, no nothing. Just that cool cellophane right around it. And there's your
0: game yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna hold off on that one too because it's definitely on my list i'm gonna expand on that a lot of good memories from toys R arrest uh, but it is coming up shortly yeah what a magic what a great place it is still open in canada from what i understand yeah. but it's still it's not like it used to be uh my number four is the only clothing store that i had ever enjoyed shopping at also One of the anchor stores at the Summit Park Mall in Niagara. Well, technically a wheat field, but talking about Stephen Berry's. I completely forgot about this one, too. It didn't last a long time. But when that place opened up in the Summit Park Mall, what a game changer! Now, my poor ass would appreciate a Stephen Berry's. I think I told this story on your Christmas episode. Uh, I, love, I love my family, uh, but some people can be very, very cheap. Some of the extended ones, not immediate, but extended ones. Uh, one of them got me, they all had their favorites. Uh, this one, she had her favorite uh, family member that she would take extra care of around the holidays. Uh, I was not that one. I was never that one. So I got a $15 uh, gift card for Stephen Berry's. I'm like, you know, when you're young, you're just like, oh, thanks. When the other one's getting really, really nice stuff that they asked for, $15 to Stephen Berry's is like, yeah. But then you go there and uh, $15 goes a uh, a little bit of a long way. I mean, I'm still insulted, but the fact is that it, I went, <laughs> I, I, I still went there and I got to experience this. Seven, I think it was like, yeah, $750, $7.95 for uh, everything in the store. T-shirts, hoodies, uh, at least that was the bulk of it. And it was cool because they were like college style T-shirts, right? Jeez, uh, I got a Binghamton hoodie when I was there, a big green Binghamton hoodie that I wore just until a couple years ago. I had a, uh, was it a Yukon? I wasn't a big college guy, but I just liked the colors, and it was the coolest thing. They were really nice clothing too. Seven ninety five for that. Closed down. I don't know how, but like I said, when it opened up in the mid to late two thousands, it was the cool. Like it was the coolest little experience, you know, uh, to have. It was fresh and new, and there's lots of people going there. Was it was bringing them people to the mall, and then one day it just closed down. I'm like, what the? What am I supposed to do now? Where am I supposed to go now? All right, there's a place called uh, T-Shirt University now. sells the same stuff, same stuff, same shirts. Uh, I don't know if they do the hoodies as much, but they do the the shirts look exactly the same. They don't have prices on them. One day I was going crazy, like I was at Stephen Barry's, and ten shirts later, and the total was like three hundred dollars. I'm like, whoa, I'm not doing this. Same, same stuff. T-Shirt University. Shame on you for doing the same, taking Stephen Berry's merchandise idea and double doubling the price. If I if Stephen Berry's was open when I got my first COVID check, my stimulus check, I'd have a closet full of clothes right now. <laughs> a closet full of nice, decent clothes. I will. I refuse to shop anywhere else. Like Walmart's cheap, I shop at Walmart. But you know, Stephen Berry's was legit. So that is my uh, that's my number four.
1: I got a Carnage t-shirt from there. Did you? It was you? a really great place. Yeah, they had great comic book t-shirts, too.
0: I don't remember that part.
1: Yeah, if you went up in the front, if you didn't go through the parking lot entrance, but the mall entrance.
0: Oh, uh, okay.
1: Right there was all the t-shirts, and they had, like, a Carnage one. They had Spider-Man stuff. Uh, my wife got me a t-shirt that said dork, because she always calls me a d- dork, because of... Uh, my vast useless knowledge and the things that I enjoy in life. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I got a lot of cool stuff. I'd love Stephen Berry's. Oh, Stephen Berry's right.
0: was a It was that, that was, that was a unique, very unique shopping experience right yeah. there. That was good. I only went there a few times too, which I, like I said, i have never been a big fan of clothes shopping, but you know, now that I'm old and I have to do that thing, kind of thing for myself, that's the place where you'd want to go. And uh I mm-hmm. can't do that anymore. So
1: I think um, I just ha- got rid of a pair of Stephen Berry's pants too.
0: Oh really? Yeah, the jeans. The jeans were nice. Everything was nice there. Cause it was it, it was affordable. It was reasonably priced. It's not like you go to some of the other stores, like uh I mean, especially in high when I was in like high school, like Earl Postel, Hollister, American yeah, Eagle, you were- know, those those ones that just smelled a lot. Abercrombie and Fitch. You know, those are all just very expensive stores. That those stores are like twenty, were like twenty dollars a t-shirt, fifty dollars for a pair of jeans. But me, I don't care about how I present myself sometimes, unless I'm at like a really important occasion. I don't give a shit. I will wear college basketball t-shirts, no problem at all. And that's that's you know whatever. That's what I did, and it looked good. So number th- uh, three for you, yeah, number three.
1: Yeah, I. I kind of did go vague but I didn't go vague in a way. Uh, I miss a variety when it came to Niagara Falls and malls. Uh, the factory was always the nasty mall. Like you didn't really go there but you everybody went to the Summit Mall the Summit Park Mall yeah. and the Rainbow Center.
0: Ah, I miss Rainbow. Rainbow. I miss Rainbow a lot. I was thinking about that the other day.
1: And they bowls had their both unique charms to it as well and it was like one of those things that I always felt like was a little bit separated because my mom grew mostly up in the in the LaSalle area of Niagara Falls so when I was with her we were always at the Summer Park Mall and when my dad grew up downtown so when we were with him we always went to the Rainbow Mall so I got the best of both worlds but the experience of going to the malls is something that is Drastically changed like you said everything's a clothing store um, yeah or something not as cool or they don't have the selection that
0: you're looking for yeah
1: the 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 rainbow wall
0: had was probably hit two floors which is pretty incredible yeah and
1: the giant fountain the giant
0: fountain. water yep and,
1: and the glass elevator
0: very 80 ish very 80s it, it definitely held that with the neon lights and stuff i yes. really do miss that mall i took a field trip there for in kindergarten but it had a it had a really special presence to it and then it was just gone like i think what 99 2000 it closed uh yeah that's that's a place where i always wanted to go urban exploring uh but i i knew that that was very heavily protected by security <laughs> for a long time
1: and the other great thing about the going to the Rainbow Mall was the Winter Gardens was connected to it. So not only could you go shopping and its winter time, but you could go and run around in the Winter Gardens. Uh, like I said, very two different malls. Like the Rainbow Mall, you, you had to go, you had to park in the parking garage, take an elevator to a floor, and then you get off the elevator. And that was the unique experience in itself. The summit mall was a unique experience in itself because it had these little dips that you could go and sit and i remember i was a little bit of a wild child so somebody would be like okay you're gonna go to that store i'm gonna take andrew down and we go into like these this little like dip bench area and i just run around in there <laughs> my energy and there was more i think bigger stores attached to the summit mall than there was the
0: rainbow mall almost but- oh, definitely
1: but going to the mall was more of an experience than what it is now. I go to the, there's some decent malls here in Texas. I'm not gonna lie, but it's it's not the same. Even when I went to the Walden Galleria, it wasn't.
0: That's too many. That's too many big chain stores for me. I just Eastern Hills Mall, which is like low key. There's like maybe one or two anchor stores, but everything else is small mom and pop places. That's my favorite one because there's a lot. It's it's just not. It's not clothes shopping. It's it's a lot of other stuff. So I, yeah. I I definitely agree with that. If I, if I were to do an honorable mention, or if I was to revisit this list, that would definitely be in my top ten. I think that's a fantastic choice.
1: I just couldn't decide between each mall. I just missed the mall experience of a child. And plus two, as I got older, I was like the biggest mall rat in the world. So I was at Summer Park Mall every single day. Uh, got to know some of the store owners. Uh, they would we do little stuff for them, you know, help them around shelving and stuff, and they buy us food and we thought that was absolutely great, my friend and I, so those two malls definitely will always have a place in my heart and places that I just miss going to. I think even if they reopen them, I don't think it'll be the same. Would not be the same?
0: No. I don't know what it is, too. I don't know if it's the way that they they present themselves or it's just a nostalgia thing for us. I'm not sure um, exactly how that that kind of all is, but uh, very good. My number three, you've already mentioned it, it is Toys R Us. Uh, You know, Toys R Us... There's another toy store that I very I, I could have mentioned, but Toys R Us is bigger. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it had its own store, and it was amazing because it was wall to wall toys. Now I think I mentioned I forgot which one I mentioned about how it's been absorbed by, um, well, let's see, Studio Store. One of these I mentioned that it was it was pretty much absorbed by bigger stores like your WalMarts and Targets, and they just don't have toys like they don't have specific toy stores anymore. It's honestly very, very shameful. Um, now, I know that Toys R Us has a lot to fault because they got so expensive. They got very greedy, and that's why business is coming their way. I get that. I totally understand that, um, why people are jaded towards that. But uh, to me, you, you know, you are right. You mentioned the, the, the grabbing the tickets for the video games. Like, that was such a very, very cool thing, playing the games. Uh, every theme every genre of of toy had its own like specific aisle section it wasn't like Walmart where if you go down an aisle it's broken up into like uh, on one side it's like five different brands of toys you go to Toys Mm R Us there's a aisle of Star Wars toys there's an aisle of NFL starting starting lineups Uh, aisle of pro wrestling Marvel DC uh, McFarlane all that stuff. It had its own specific aisle. Lego. And these are really great properties. Uh, that was a cool one for me because it was close to home. Just like the so I mean, it was connected to the Stone Park Mall here. Obviously, I- I've referenced that a lot today. Um, <laughs> it was yeah. a bike ride. It was a short bike ride. When I got a little bit older, I got a chain for my bike. I'd go hang out with friends. I'd go ride or walk. And uh, we go to Toys R Us. We started doing backyard wrestling on my one friend's trampoline. We used to go there. He lived a lot. Uh, I mean a few minutes closer than I did we'd go there and buy the toy pro wrestling belts. And that's we'd use those for our championships. We'd scrounge up together like 10 bucks and we go buy a pro wrestling belt. But, uh, yeah, I, I, have some very, very fond memories. It was, it helped out when I was, cl- I was collecting action figures for a little while and not opening them up uh, until my brother opened them all up. There were a bunch of star Wars figures, but I just go there and I'd shop and I buy and uh, I put them in a box and it was the, it's the coolest, craziest thing. Um, uh, yeah, just uh, Toys R Us. You know, there's been a couple pop-up ones every now and then, but uh, yeah, as a kid, it was just, it was magical. It was magical. The, the, the signage, the the commercials, uh, again, time capsules Everybody on a much, work. the commercials were great. Just time capsules on a much better area. I tried to work there when I lived in Rochester. I was trying to quit Dick's Sporting Goods and go to Toys R Us, and I told a that, or at least worked two jobs, and I told a friend about I'm like yeah Toys R Us is hiring for the holiday season and he got the job and I didn't I was pissed uh, I was so mad but um Toys I love Toys R Us I love Toys R Us I worked at during the
1: holiday season I thought at, it was one of the things that made it a great job was uh I worked morning stock and then we would uh you know there would be like the smoke break and everybody go outside to smoke and, and I didn't smoke so I Sit there and play like Mario Sunshine on the GameCube, (laughs) (laughs) like hours on end. And they were very—they were. Toys R Us took care of their their employees. You know, it's what I hear. There was time they closed down the store, and you'd have special just employee nights where employees got discounts. You know, friends and family could come in if they had like the invite. My aunt always looked forward to that because she bought my nephew everything imaginable. So. It was, it was definitely, I love Toys R Us. I miss it so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, I, I mean, I went to one a couple years ago out in the Boulevard Mall, but it just was not the same. Not the same. No. But, all right, your number two. I miss Hills.
1: <laughs> that
0: almost made this list. I was trying to decide between it, that one or Vicks, but uh, both from them I don't mention.
1: Hills was the place. Uh, my mother loved Hills, so I knew if we were going to Hills with her, whether we were getting clothes or a toy, we always got something from Hills. Always. Uh, I got my, got my first ever portable CD player from Hills, great little electronic section. I can still picture Hills in my head of where everything was, from the smell of the little cafe where you could get the baseball cups with baseball players on it and a, and you know oh, you get your icy in there oh so great um, <laughs> from the layaway apartment um, to the toy the toy aisles were so much better than at walmart and this was this was like a walmart ass store but yeah. the toy aisle i remember being so much better way out of control with what they had and to go look for things whether it was G.I. Joe's, Hot Wheels, anything you wanted. Brave Star.
0: They had an aisle of Pokemon awesome. toys that blew my mind. Did they have a comic book section two, or was that Vix? I think it was Vix. Okay. Yeah, Vix is where the gym is now. Fun. Hills. Hills had, Hills. Vix might have had it too, but um, they they had like an aisle when the po- when the Pokemon craze first came out, and you get those like two or three packs of the, the Pokemon toys. You used to have those. Those little like one inch figures those are the yeah. coolest things but they had a whole aisle full of that it was amazing
2: love it. yeah
1: love i remember seeing i can still picture atari jaguars right above the uh checkout
0: oh that's I love how
1: you look too up uh, because i'm doing it too because i gotta <laughs> do it but there were you remember sitting there as a kid going through the checkout line and up top and overstock was just all these atari jaguars and thinking to myself wow I want a 64-bit Atari Jaguar, and I'm so glad I never got one.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people are. Yeah, a lot of people are. I would buy one now for the nostalgia, but even still, like the, the fact that you're saying Atari Jaguar, it's 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 the perfect association with a place like that. Uh all right, my number two—it's my only restaurant—was very short-lived here in Western New York. I hope a lot of pe- other people remember it. All right, it was at the Galleria Mall. It was a, uh, it was, you know where I'm going with this? It was kind of a bit of an experience. Kahunaville. This place blew my mind the first time we checked it out. I love going to the Gallery Mall. Uh, Back then, nowadays, if I'm passing by, maybe I'll stop by. If not, no big deal. But uh, Kahunaville was a experience. It was good food. It was expensive. Good food. But the best part was the water show. Every what ten minutes or something, they have colored light water show, and a pop up. I'm like, I felt like I was in Disney World. Like that's how awesome this place was. Um, you just stop and you you, you pay attention. It was, uh, oh man, we went there so many times. We we try to make it like a once a once every month kind of experience. We I used to love my favorite thing used to be because you know when you're younger, obviously hanging out with cousins and friends is being there when you take somebody there for the first time and they see it and they're (laughs) just like, Whoa, that's amazing. I I love water. Like I I don't know what it is about water. Like I'm absolutely like just very curious, immersed, mystified like in water and water like things you could do with water. And uh you know like waterfall like homemade waterfalls and stuff like that. And, And Coonaville Coonaville might have played an early influence on that with some of the the stuff that they did with with water. Just it's amazing. Like it's it's so simple. I mean, there's a little fountain. It's like a little fountain thing, uh, but the way that they did it, it just made it cool with music. It was uh, the lights. The lights. It was just top notch. So, uh Kahunaville, I definitely miss. That's that's a place I would go back to in a heartbeat. I think the last one. See, I think they closed in like 2003, 2004 around here, but they had one in Vegas. I think that was one of the last ones they had. But, damn man, wish uh wish I still wish i still had it or wish it still was around so number two is kahunaville
1: love kahunaville best open meatloaf sandwich i ever had was at kahunaville <laughs> that's the thing though like Cunaville. i don't even
0: remember what the good food was like the food because it like i said it was so long ago for me it was 20 years 20 years ago i was not 8 9 10 years old something like that I just remember that that aspect of it. And that's special to me because you can get food just anywhere, but if you have an experience, that's something. It's, that that's that that's feels so, good. That's
1: the whole reason why once a year we try and venture out to the Rainforest Cafe because that's probably the closest thing to Kahunaville, where you, you're paying so much for the food. Yeah, but so much
0: that they don't even the, put the prices on.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, but you but you know you're, you you you. The atmosphere is cool. So that was, that's a really great thing. And oh yeah. man, um, remember my first time going to Tuna and I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to pay this much for food. And my friend Rob took me there and he's like, No, you're going to like it. You're going to like it. I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to do this. And then I saw the fountain and he's like, The water show. So I'm thinking something big. You're thinking water show? Something big.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was this, this fountain in the corner or it was along the wall was along the wall and I'm like this is gonna be the dumbest thing I ever I ever did I don't want to be here and then I saw it and like you said it's so just like simplistic like you almost feel like you're like oh something Chinese on the floor but I'm gonna pay attention to it and it's so amazing that it does stick in your mind with the different colors and how they light it up and shoot the water up and stuff like that I think I remember is the Kahunaville water show better than when I was in Vegas and the whole, was it, the Bellagio has a water show? So, yeah. I can yep. remember the Kahunaville has a water show, but I can't remember the hotel that has a water show in Vegas. And it's a <laughs> way bigger fountain. So I can see why
0: you have Kahunaville that high. For sure. For sure. Yeah, it's a short-lived one, too. But All right, here we go. Number one.
1: I have two arcades because, like I said, when it came to malls, I was a little divided here. And that's Aladdin's Castle and Time Out. Castle was summer park mall. Time Out was in the Randall Mall. Right. Uh, I'll go with Time Out because we already kind of talked about Aladdin's Castle a little bit. Time Out was awesome because it had the Star Wars video game.
0: Oh, the uh, old Vector could, one? The Vector one? Yes. Or? Yeah, that's uh, a good one.
1: Yeah, the old Vector one and... It was the first time I saw somebody beat Ninja Turtles. The arcade game was there. So that was amazing. Uh, my father would save up coins and the quarters he would do. So that that was our arcade money for the weekend. <laughs> for a Rainbow Mall excursion is, you know, here's your quarters. And of course, I sucked at the game being as young as I was. So my quarters were a little bit quicker, but I got to see somebody beat that game. Uh, it was. Any arcade was great. That was a great arcade, but Aladdin's Castle, I had to put them both because they both have a special place in my heart. Aladdin Castle probably a little bit more because what Aladdin's Castle did for the little guy, and I don't know if you remember this, when they had like Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter 2 was big, is you'd have the crowd around those machines. And when you're a little kid, you can't see anything, but then they put the monitor right up top. So even if you couldn't see the machine,
0: You watch what's going
1: on yeah you could just watch these guys beat each other and if you were brave enough to do it you put your quarter up you remember that's how you you beat that that was the way that we were like i have next game is you put the quarter up on the machine and it wasn't and like you said it wasn't how many tickets you could get so you could get two tootsie rolls for a thousand tickets it was how many games can i play which games can i play and how far can i get in this game? And can I get the high score where I could put in my number, put in my name, or you put in something stupid, or you screw it up, or your mom's like yelling at you to go, so you just put in AAA. <laughs> and that was like, that was the experience behind that, was, you know, doing that. And I come from an era, I think you probably, you probably thought the end of this era, where an arcade machine was pretty much everywhere you went to. Uh, I remember having arcade machines inside of grocery stores, uh, bowling alleys. well bowling alleys still do, but like full, almost full arcades and bowling alleys. And I just don't feel like that experience is there anymore. And the closest thing I've experienced it, uh, I know you support small businesses, so I'm going to give them a shout out. The closest thing I ever got to it was when I lived in Binghamton at Robot City. Like you okay. said, it was the same exact feeling as the Legend's Castle in arcade. Dark. All you hear is tew, 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 tew. you just hear the noises. You just hear the noises of the machine. You get your tokens in a cup and you just go in the back and you play these video games from Donkey Kong everywhere else. So if you're in Bighamton, please go to Robot City. Uh, go I know that. Yeah, check that out. There's Binghamton. a really nice
0: one in Airy PA too that. Uh... Somebody yeah. keeps telling me about, so. Oh my goodness. But yeah, yeah.
1: Th- just the experience of the arcade, but time out in Aladdin's castle. I could go for hours about this. So I'm going to end it right here.
0: Yeah. Right there. All right. My number one, we talked about already. It was on your list. I think it was your number six media play. Yes. Yeah. All right. Dr- getting driven there as a kid. Really, really cool. You walk in immediately to the right. There's a lot of cool, like collector-esque items, a lot of big time items. That's pretty much your toy section, uh, you know, right around there. I forgot what was in the back right corner. It might have been like, I don't know, electronics. It was speak. movies. It was movies in the back right. Uh, you had the computer yeah. in the middle. To the left was CDs, and the in the front left corner was video games, I think. Yes. No, I, you got it. Okay, I nailed it. Aside from the movie's sake. But uh, I didn't really spend too much time there. But uh, when, I, when it was open, when I was 5th, 6th, 7th grade, that was one of the places where my parents were okay with me going with a friend and walking to. I actually made a uh, myself and a friend would walk there. That was like our exercise. We'd walk there from our, my house on Ninety Seventh Street all the way to Military Road. We'd stop at Arby's before we went there, or on the way back we'd go get the we did the five for five back when it was that yeah. much and not five for ten dollars or you know that sort of thing we'd stop there I think it was on the way back we'd go there we'd, we'd, we'd scout out the store my time there a lot is associated with Star Wars because that was when the prequel trilogy came out I remember when the episode three came out Uh they had the, the demo there but they had a lot they, had, they used to have like the lightsaber handles but some of the toys and stuff were just absolutely legit I remember I got in trouble one day My my uh, me and another friend we went there and we spent like I think I, we spent like a, almost a whole work day, like six, seven hours on a Saturday. to The point where my dad came and picked me up, uh, picked us up. He's like, yo, you guys have been hanging out here. Well, like, we treated it like a hangout spot when it was actually, it was when it's a retail store. And it's not how it's supposed to be, but um, that's what we did. My one friend would go on the computer all the time. He would just spend a lot of time on the computer. Like it was, we legit just hung out there. Cause that's how much I love the place. So uh, a lot of special memories going to media play it's uh you know to me it was like i think by comparison's sake i forgot what you compared it to but I, I i compare it to fye for your entertainment but uh not as jazzed up it was bigger i think it was yeah it was bigger than any fye that i've ever been into fye is typically like a little mall chain store where media play had its own like section of strip malls like its, its own huge building so Uh, it got replaced by an ollie's 10 years ago something like that but yeah media play very very special uh very very special place in in my heart and obviously andrew's as well but that is uh that is it it was like the
1: oh it was like the teenage toys r us yeah (laughs) in a way that's a fair point once once you became a teenager toys r us was kind of like cool but it wasn't cool Cause they had video games but toys r us was like our media play was like your teenage toys r us because it had what more of a teenager would want than
0: a kid it definitely did it it, it definitely did you know i remember playing old madden games you go uh, back there you play like old Madden game and people will just walk up and you guys will play together and very very cool environment miss it miss it dearly um yeah it's unfortunate that, uh, there's now at least an entire generation of kids who will never know what that place is like and and going forward so but that is it everybody that is our close our favorite closed down business list we want to thank you so much for joining us uh today i'm not sure where we're at i think we might be at the uh maybe at the halfway point of season two so if that's the case we might have eight or so more episodes we're only doing 16 episodes so uh i think we're at the halfway point but Andrew, I want to thank you, buddy, for joining me on one such short such notice and two for picking a great topic out that I was just absolutely enamored uh, with being, a, <laughs> being able to, uh, to discuss with you today. This is something I've talked about. I think we did it like as a Facebook graphic, you know, to kind of talk about. But it's something we, I don't think we've ever done. it. We, well, we definitely haven't done it an episode yet or else we wouldn't be doing it. So thank you for that. No problem. That was a blast. So make sure you go check out Andrew's stuff. uh, Let's talk about no politics. Okay. Every single Sunday at BICBP-radio.com. You can get new episodes and uh, really hit that nostalgia, tickle the nostalgia bone, as we like to say here. Uh, A lot of good, a lot of good memories Uh, with that. You can also find them every Friday for two point uh, conversation. That's NFL history joins me for that. And of course, once a month for the offensive, oh, not formerly known as the offensive line, (laughs) uh, but the network sports talk show. So Thank you so much. In closing, do you even list? Do you?
2: This is Generic American Sports Podcast Center. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Generic American Sports Host Podcast Thing. Today, in sporting news, some things happened that were some stuff and some other things. Some t- statistical values to back up those things are this. As you can see, the thing I just said statistically did happen. Yo, wait a minute. I feel like I could listen to this show anywhere and be just as bored. Why am I listening to this stuff? You want a better sports experience from your podcast? Head over to Hats, Tats, and Stats on the BICBP radio network. Not generic, not boring, and a little out there sometimes. Tune in to Hats, Tats, and Stats on the BICBP radio network.